Welcome to the Fail Fast to Success podcast, where we go into great detail as to what the real normal in business is and what it really takes to build the brand you always dreamt of. We will also be interviewing people who have been through the journey that you are currently in, starting a company from scratch. They've done it before, and they'll tell you what really works, what doesn't work, and most importantly, discuss how to keep going when things go wrong. What's up, Misty? And welcome back, everybody. I just got really excited to say hello. So what's up? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Long time. <laughs> Great. Great to hear. Great to hear. Well, <laughs> this has started off awkward. So we we'll love awkward keep... openings. We do. We do. It gets us off started good. We get a laugh in and uh, hopefully people haven't cut us off already. But maybe they're the, laughing uh, too. So I wanted uh, this podcast wanted to do another kind of quick um uh, run through of something I've seen uh, happening. We've had personal experience with it. We've had clients go through it. Um, and it's really based around, you know, everything is doable, especially whenever it comes to marketing and advertising sales, retention, all that. Everything is doable with the right strategy, regardless of how, what budget you have, regardless of the amount of time you have, the amount of resources when you look at what you're trying to achieve and then you look back and try to uh, reverse engineer it back to where you start to get to that goal or what it is you're trying to achieve, anything's possible with the right strategy, but sometimes you just have to figure it out what that is. Mm -hmm. And one thing that um, we take into account, obviously, whenever we're working with somebody or our own is what the profit margins are. Uh, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you're selling. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Um, if you don't have the margins in place to be profitable or the right strategies in place to do it profitably, then you're going to struggle. You're going to not be happy. You're going to be frustrated. And the worst case scenario is you'll probably give up on that method that could be a goldmine for you and can be, especially whenever it comes to digital and online. That's what I wish a lot of people would understand is that there's so much opportunity. Problem is that most of the time, 98% of the time, your strategy is wrong. Like your strategy is wrong. So working with low profit margins, and this can be a product, it can be a service, um, doesn't matter. If you've got low profit margins, you need to consider that when coming up with your strategies. Um, so I want to kind of go into detail. Just recently, what kind of came about was working with um, a partner and we've had to obviously pivot a little bit and just test some different stuff out. Um, but it came to our attention a couple months in we knew profit margins were tight, but then we got to really understand and dig in on what the real profit margins were. And they are more than just tight. They are super, uh, super, super tight, for lack of a better term, on how tight the margins are. So before I kind of go into anything, do you have any questions? on this because I don't you you weren't involved in all of this so um, you may not be able to add in uh, but maybe from your personal experience or anything like that like what are your thoughts if you you know you got a, a great product and your or service but your profit what would you just top of mind what do you what would you think about doing to profitably grow your business 
to where you can actually enjoy life and have freedom? Um, well, uh, if the profit, just having very low profit margins, I need as many sales as I can get. Um, so, yes. So that's step one. Uh, you got to get, you got to get sales in, but if those sales are costing you a certain amount to acquire, then you have to figure out how you can make more sales without spending. Money. Exactly. Yep. So it's strategy. But how do you do, how would you look at doing that at scale to where it's not just, you know, there, so there becomes, whenever you start talking about acquiring a sale, right. Or mm -hmm. acquiring, a, acquiring a customer for less money, that typically means that there's more time being mm -hmm. put in yes. by the owner mm -hmm. or by a partner or something along those lines. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, the more you grow and you continue to try to scale, the less time you have. So then you start but more money. You should have more money at that point to be able to invest. So when you're first getting started, obviously the best way that's not going to eat into your profit margin is you going out and pitching, selling, promoting, whatever that is, which is normally how people start off in their business, regardless right. of their margin. Right. Um, because they don't have the funds to invest in right. the campaigns or sales or whatever it is, but they have time and they right. don't have to pay themselves. Uh, even though they need money, they can go out and do it and their margins are better. But let's say they start selling, they get more sales, they got to hire somebody to help them fulfill the sales. Mm -hmm. Well, that's cutting into their profit is right. having to hire that person because there's more of an expense, Right. So that margin even becomes less yeah. at that point. Um, and there's most likely not as much time. So anyway, going into that without having to just your rest of your life, just have to cold call and spend your time, mm -hmm. then it becomes, okay, well, how do we in 2021 going into 2022, how do we, come up with a good strategy that if my product costs $300, but whenever you get and you break down the margins, you only make five or 10% mm. in profit from that. Um, well, that makes it a little bit tricky, especially whenever a lot of what you're selling is one-off sales here and there. Mm, yeah. So, then you've got to look at because, and for an example, is you may start running ad campaigns or um, advertising campaigns, offers, whatever it may be, that you're paying and investing money in to market that and advertise it. Uh, but you start to see that it's costing you $250 to get somebody to buy mm your product um, that they spend $300 for, but, but then your profit margin is only five or 10%. So you're essentially losing, a, oh, yeah. you're losing a lot of money um, mm -hmm. and you're not going to be happy regardless. The ROAs on the platform, this is what we learned 
after a couple, because we were looking at it going, you know, at 60 days in, we're, you know, things are looking good. We're just over breaking even from an ad spend to a return. But whenever you looked at the margins and you take those into account, they were running big time at a loss. So once we realized that, and then we also realized that trying to find a customer to buy something directly, like we were trying to do, we're never going to be able to get that cost to, to acquire that customer. I don't care what marketing or advertising we're doing. We're never going to be able to get that customer to come in profitably on the top end. So whenever you have a scenario like that, and I'll ask you, whenever, and if you don't know, it's fine. But whenever you have a scenario like that, um, what what comes to mind of uh, a strategy of what would be best to get people still becoming aware of your business, your brand, your products, but you don't have to pay them. You are, you don't have to pay. 200, 250 bucks to get that one person to convert into a paying customer. What would a, another potential strategy be? Um, well, I just think of, do you have credibility? Do you have social proof? I don't know. You do. You do. But you still, you even though you have that, even though you have that, you're still, still costing, it's still going to cost you more thinking of a strategy to get them just to directly purchase something at $300 average order value or higher, you know, you're going to be spending a hundred, two hundred $200 to acquire that. Maybe you could get down to 50, but that's still, you're still negative at, red, at that right. standpoint. Um, so then comes into question, kind of uh, move on to the next thing would be one, try to get them to buy more when they come through and mm -hmm. buy that first thing. That's yeah. always an option. You can try always. to get people to buy other, you, you have upsells, you have downsells, mm -hmm. you have cross sells that happen while they're making that initial purchase to increase your average order value and get more out of that one client or that one customer that's coming in. So that's always an option. However, it's still not um, the best option in our opinion, my opinion, data that we've seen and doing this for a long time. So you hear me talk about database a lot. Mm -hmm. That if you have low profit margins and we know that you're not going to be able to acquire a customer on the top end or directly because it's just going to cost way too much. And there's not a lot of data early on for us to, to know how much and how often these buyers are going to repeat and buy more, even though we feel like they will. They've got a history of having good retention. Um, but when starting new campaigns and, and all that, we don't know exactly what that lifetime value looks like, how quickly we can get more uh, purchases coming from that individual. But a lot of times you just may be looking at $250 to acquire that customer and you lose that profit. So, what I recommended was that we switch to focusing on building the database mm -hmm. as opposed to trying to get people to buy directly from ads, whether that's Google shopping ads, whether that's Facebook ads, Instagram, any ads in general. What we should be focused on 
given that we know how how low the profit margins are, is that we're never going to be able to be profitable that way um, running those campaigns. But where we will be very profitable is running ad campaigns that all we're trying to do is get people to get into our database. You can do that through contests, promotions. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of different things you can do because what happens, and at that point, we just went from spending $250 to get one person. Now, yes, granted, they did buy something, but they bought it at a loss um, to you because your margin is so low and how much it took to acquire that. Um, the other side, whenever we start focusing on databases, now we can get somebody for $3 to get into the database. Right. You can get a lot more. Plus yeah, you're getting and you're building up your database over and over again. And yeah. as you're building that database up, then you just got somebody in there that we know is interested in what it is you have to offer. They, um, are opting in to getting marketing messages from you, whether that's text or or email. And then you're able to market to them and present offers and create um, opportunities on the back end to where you're not having to pay to continue selling, remarketing, retargeting for that customer to buy something. So you build up the database. So let's focus on getting more people into the database. And then we leverage the database because all you're spending, I think for this specific partner, I think they're only spending 50 or 60 bucks for their their email per month. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you take that, you continue to build that up. Next thing you know, you know that 10% of your database um, buys Mm-hmm. Whenever you send something out that's either an offer, a new item, a new product. So the more that you build that database up, the more that you're going to be able to have consistency and predictability in the revenue. You know, each email campaign is going to generate each time you send one. But the biggest thing is that you have a ton of ability to profit because you're not mm-hmm. paying for that. In front of somebody. Uh, for that person to buy all you're paying for is whatever that monthly subscription is. So we completely flip the strategy to say, screw the top end. The top end is just to get the awareness and to acquire that person into the database. That's all we care about. Then once we get them a database, we market to them through email and text and whatever else we want to do because now they're in our database and then we sell them that way. Mm -hmm. And so if we focus on that, we get a lot more people into the database for pennies compared to this one person that actually bought something that we don't know how much they're going to buy if they ever buy again. So you just acquired a customer that isn't going to buy again for a loss, which doesn't make sense on anybody's. Um, But you get them into the database. A byproduct of that as well is that people will buy, but you're able to spend a lot less money driving people to the database because they're opting in for a few dollars. And so you can spend a lot less money, get more people in the database, sell them on the back end. And to give you a result, whenever we tried this, uh, their first database um, campaign that we sent out a couple of weeks ago, it was only email. We haven't even gotten tech set up. It was only 2000 people in the database. And we're obviously now focusing on just building that up. 
But that campaign to 2,000 people in the database generated roughly $2,350 in revenue. That's over a dollar per contact that's in that database. If that keeps up, that's huge. But Mm -hmm. the beautiful thing about that is they spent $60 to make $2,300 at this point. Mm -hmm. Now you Mm -hmm. can throw in and, well, you know, you can throw in the little bit of money that we are spending to acquire that person in the database, but it's so small compared to it. And you're going to get more at batch. You're going to have a lot more people in there that you're going to be able to continue building up and eventually getting them coming back, buying more. And they're going to be the first people that buy your new product, your new program, mm-hmm. your new offer as well, because they know I can trust you at this point mm-hmm. and they're in your database. So that was, um, you know, now we're, we're flipping everything and everybody's extremely excited. Most not because the old strategy wasn't working. This one just, it shows promise from profitability and instant Mm -hmm. profitability. Mm -hmm. And it's going to set them up both short-term and long-term as well as predictability, consistency, and all of that. So looking, if you got low profit margins, stop trying to sell people at the top of the journey. Stop trying to sell them uh, because 99.99999% of the time is you're never going to be able to do that profitably. Look at how you can get them into your database, get them off these platforms, whether that's magazines, TV, radio, Facebook, Google, whatever that, that is. How can you get them to become aware that you exist and then get into a database that you own so now you don't have to spend nearly as much trying to acquire that attention or acquire that customer. And now you're able to get them in that database. You can market to them whenever you want, however you want, and you're going to get uh, have a lot more margin uh, whenever it comes to that. So any thoughts on any of that? Uh, any, any? Yes, 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 and yes. Um, I wish I'd have understood the question a little better because um, I think I don't know what you're trying to get to. I want to answer it right. But um, it makes absolute perfect sense. Um, and then, of course, if you have, you know, all your emails going out consistently and texts that are following up, you're increasing your chances. Um, yeah. The beautiful thing with it, too, is that whenever you're able to look at that and that is the strategy, and this is going to be a strategy for years to come with them um, because it just sets up that way. It comes very straightforward. The ads you have to run, especially online, are extremely straightforward and extremely, uh, quote, unquote, easy um, compared to, you know, something where you're having to really drive revenue and and manage and optimize consistently 24-7. These are a little more evergreen. You can put out Mm-hmm. database driving ads. So you can hire junior level to, to do that in-house if you want to, or you can continue to outsource it to somebody like us or another company, but it doesn't take much and you don't have to have a ton of experience to actually create campaigns that are going to drive people to your database. The other thing too, is that now it becomes very, very straightforward as far as if you do want to hire internally, you know exactly what you need to look for and who you need to find. You need to find somebody who writes good copy, good high converting copy and can manage a a system, uh, email system, a CRM, whatever it is that you're utilizing 
Uh, and that's it. Like the, that's straightforward. And so it really makes it very clear as far as how you're going to grow from a hiring standpoint, but also uh, from a profitability standpoint and just uh, a scaling standpoint, you know, it becomes very, very simple, very, very just numbers is all it is. And yeah, but that's for any, any profit margin range. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, for sure. You know, you know? it's a great yeah. strategy for, for anyone, everyone. Well, everybody should be doing it, you know, mm-hmm. and everybody should be doing it. Um, and really leveraging and doing everything they can to grow their database. Um, because that's how you set yourself up for long-term success and scalability and profitability and all that. Um, but a lot of times, and I just know from agencies perspective is they don't consider profit margins. They don't think about it. Um, they're really looking, there's so much, uh, I guess, emphasis on running ads and generating sales through those ads as opposed to thinking about it uh, that's more economical and just going to be better, especially from a profitability standpoint, uh, because nobody can sustain working at a loss for a long period of time. Um, and especially if you're a few months in and it's, it's not looking where it's going to be profitable uh, from a top end out. You know, obviously, like I said, you can set up upsells and cross sells, and I would still recommend doing that regardless. Um, but how can I make this to where I can see better results um, and better profitability faster? And mm-hmm. that comes to switching up strategy as far as what do we want to accomplish? And instead of trying to accomplish a sell, you're trying to accomplish building your database mm-hmm. and by building your database, you're going to 10 X your sales, but well, not 10 X your sales. I mean, you're going to increase your sales, but you're going to 10 X your profitability. Right. So we'll end on that. Any questions, yeah. anything to add? No, no questions. Just build up your database. I think that's, yeah, that's for every business. I, I, I guess I, before all of this really kicked off with, or as social medias and all of this online continues to grow, it's like email is still yep. database. And text, you know, text has become mm-hmm. more and more popular. So mm-hmm. um, you just got to be able to do it the right way uh, because it is different than email, but it's extremely, extremely powerful. So, you know, a lot of people want to dismiss it, looking at the shiny objects, email, database building, that's your ticket. Uh, for any profit margin, but specifically if you have low profit margins, look at a different strategy to be more profitable and just make it all around a better, better, much better, 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 much better experience.